So, last time, and the times before, on Matter This Actual Play, Kenzie Pax and Roland have been in Tobias Station for quite some time now, a few months. They started a saloon, and they decided that they were also going to start a revolution. So far, the saloon's been going pretty well. Uh, <laughs> they... <laughs> They had the target. You said that. <laughs> the, the target of their. <laughs> the target of their revolution is the uh, chief of security, the captain of security, um, on on Tobias Station, um, Captain Morales, uh, Deandra Morales. Um, uh, these three drifters have found out that she is kind of like grooming urchins, making them like basically giving them a life of crime as their only option and if they're good enough at it then like when they grow up she hires them to be her extremely corrupt security force um so uh not wanting to stand for that they uh decided to establish themselves as people in tobias station and they started umbras a very successful saloon in the lower levels um however by establishing themselves they've uh, become more and more embroiled with the criminal element on uh, that traffics through tobias station um the various criminal uh, syndicates known as the family um all have a presence here including one that they've crossed before the gatee family uh and so the gatee family basically sent um an assassin who kidnapped uh kinsey um the assassin happened to be a member of the dead man's gang a gang that these drifters have uh betrayed in the past um so she had the extra motivation to kill them all um so she kidnapped kinsey uh, sierra phillips kidnapped kinsey uh, held him captive and tried to lure Roland and Pax out of the station so that she could kill all three of them. Um, she almost succeeded in killing Pax, um, but ultimately was uh, defeated. And then uh, Kinsey and um, uh, their ally, Marshal Leonard Yen, um, who uh, reappeared in the station, uh, were able to save packs from her almost mortal wound while that was going on uh roland was starting to uh, uh make waves in tobias station he uh approached a member of the sheffield family named gray foster and uh basically got him to agree to kind of a quid pro quo uh, type arrangement um, uh, where he could at least try and get the Gatees off of uh, their backs. Um, and then he went and pissed off Captain Morales um, in her own office and then uh, approached the Acosta representative on Tobias Station, uh, Severina Acosta. He's trying to have a meeting with her um, uh, to try and continue his, uh, his grifting ways. Um... Meanwhile, Kinsey and Pax get back, uh, and uh, they are now separated. Kinsey and Pax are at Umbra's. Roland is being held in a in an Acosta safe house. They can communicate via radio. Um, however, Kinsey and Pax, um, it's like uh, we're moving into the next day, but before the end of the night, Kinsey and Pax were dealt were given a basically a, a, a huge bit of news, which was uh, their trusted little adopted urchin Harry um, has been reporting to Captain Morales this whole time and spying on them, um, which is pretty bad. Um, however, they did actually keep uh, Harry at a little bit of an arm's length, so Harry didn't know that they were planning a full-on revolution. They just, you know, so they they don't, they haven't shared everything with her, but a significant amount of information has definitely made its way to Captain Morales. 
Um, the only other little bit of information is uh, there's one other family involved in all this crap, and it's the Kanum family, uh, the most prominent family on Tobias Station. Um, uh, their representative, uh, Salem Bahara, has uh, employed these three drifters uh, to investigate the murder of his uh, lover, uh, Ephraim, uh, who was discovered in the vents by our very own Pax. Um, so... That's the rundown of the mad uh, web ball of yarn that we are trying to untangle uh, here in Tobias Station. Um, when we last left, Roland was waiting in the uh, safe house, and Kinsey and Pax were getting some much-needed shut-eye, uh, Pax sharing a bed with uh, Marshall Leonard Yen. Uh, and... Uh, that's basically, we're moving into the next day, unless anyone has anything that they're trying to achieve in the wee hours of the morning. Have, has Pax told me that uh, she sent a an LRC to my family? I think, I told yeah, Roland told you. Okay, I, I wanted to make sure somebody told me, uh, because I think probably at some point in the wee hours of the morning... Kinsey's going to wake up and be like, oh no, oh no, oh no, 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 no. Uh, I'm, and I'll get dressed and pretty much immediately leave unless somebody tries to stop me. <laughs> Where are you going? There's a um, nomad pack on the way to the city that I should probably stop. Okay, have fun. Mm. <laughs> all right so you rush out past a tired looking harry who's kind of been manning the bar overnight um and uh uh as you're like leaving you see um uh not harry uh i always heard her name hazel uh yeah. uh you you see hazel like coming in to work um and she like rubs her eyes sees you run out and she goes you're right just fine. Um, yes, I um got something to take care of. I'll I'll I'll, I'll be back. Okay. Yep. Uh, and you scoot past her in the hallway, and you rush out to the LRC. You know where the LRCs are. Um, nothing stops you. You don't get kidnapped along the way. Uh, <laughs> For you, once, something goes well. <laughs> you are able to get to the LRC tower and send a message uh, to your family to let them know that uh, you're not kidnapped anymore and they don't need to come here. Unless uh, they want to see the bar. If they're already on uh, their way, they'd like to see the bar, they, they can drop it. Okay, so you add that to you. It's not just a don't come, everything's fine, false alarm. You're like, hey, false alarm, but also I have a pretty cool bar if you want to swing by. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, cool. So you send that, that LRC out. Um, no no, no one harasses you. Um, uh, you do, I think, uh, I, I want you to roll uh, an observe test for me along the way. Interesting. All right. <laughs> I love how paranoid this security team looks and is, and I don't even have to do anything, and it furthers my plans to sow paranoia among them. <laughs> 
to just see Kimmy sprinting at like 5 a.m. <laughs> like, boss, I don't know. I don't know what he's doing. <laughs> Alright. Alright, so I rolled three dice and one of them was a 20, so I believe it is a misfire. But it was a successful test. Uh, it's it's not a misfire because um, it's got to be half. Half your I thought board. it was half-rounded down. Oh, it is. Thank you for reminding me how the rules of my game work. Not that I misfire. Yeah, no, no, you're right. It is, it is half-rounded down uh, in this instance. Uh, yeah, so you roll three I dice. I have two successes as well. Cool. All right, sweet. So, um, yeah. So it's just a misfire. You do succeed. So it's not a grave misfire. So it's not like you like immediately get like nabbed by the security. You don't get kidnapped a second time or anything like that. Right. <laughs> um, but do another thing, you know. Yeah. So um, you are you start to realize you're you're being like kind of shadowed, and it freaks you out at first. You don't know who it is. Um, uh, you just realize, like, you realize, like, you hear footsteps behind you, so you, like, don't go straight to Umbra's, you, like, take another turn, and then you realize that they still are following you, and you see, like, shadows, like, figures in the shadows, and you start freaking out and panicking a little bit, because you know you're being followed, uh, and you did just get kidnapped, <laughs> uh, you're still missing a finger from it, um, and, uh, so you, you now have, in your, in your moment of panic, you are sure you're being followed, uh, and you've, uh, you've made the error of, like, not going directly back to Umbra's. You thought, maybe I'll shake him, and you went into, like, a different part of the lower levels. Mm -hmm. And now you are kind of, like, you're cut off from, from Umbra's, uh, knowing that there's definitely more than one person following you at this moment. Great. Um, so what, what part of the lower levels am I? Am I, like, in a shopping area? Do I, is there a store that I can duck into? No, you basically uh, you're in like a, like apartment rows. Um, there is okay. like there are definitely like uh, storefronts nearby, but they might not be open this early in the morning. Sure. All right. I'll just kind of uh, slow down immediately and just kind of like loiter around this area and see if I can get a good look at the person who was following. Sure. Okay. Okay. Um, so. Yeah, you hang out here in the in the lower levels, like in this like apartment area, kind of like awkwardly loitering where there's not like a clean place for you to do so. Um, and uh, you like you're kind of like in between two doors leading into apartments, and one door opens up, and you just like this woman walks out like holding um, uh, some stuff in like a and like a sack that she's like got over her shoulder like maybe it's laundry um, but she definitely drops it and like stumbles back into her room because she is startled to see you standing there and she lets out a scream oh, sorry sorry it's all right oh my goodness what are you oh, doing you just nearly gave me a heart attack what are you do uh, you don't live around here who are no, you? sorry just going just going for a walk you know I suffer a bit of insomnia and I'm just wandering around you know the area so sorry you're all what? right. Wow, the area! I'm sorry, I'm sorry, what is your name? Ken Charlotte. Ken Charlotte, madam. Ken Charlotte? Yeah. Hey, you own that bar, uh, Umbra's, down the way. Umbra's, that's right, yes, I'm a business owner. I don't care much for that bar. Well, 
Oh, I'm so sorry to hear that. Uh, what would make the place more inviting for you? Well, for starters, and uh, <laughs> and she starts like talking to you. And at this moment, you do actually like while you're talking, you glance and you see like there was a scream, so someone came around the corner, and it was a yeah. security. It was a member of the security team who now sees you talking to this woman and has to like awkwardly kind of like patrol the other way. Um, <laughs> Um, and she's like, well, for starters, uh, I think you think you're too good for the lower levels. You're trying to bring in upper crust type stuff with, uh, fancy ceilings and your cool little cocktails. You know, when it comes to drinking, whiskey or, or whiskey is all you need. Oh, so a simpler menu, perhaps, you know, just, you know, the main spirits and, uh, something simple to add to them. Nothing fancy. Hey, hold on a second. I ain't gonna give you any trade secrets or nothing without oh, no. getting compensated. Oh, now no, I know no. my way around a saloon or two. And uh, uh, if you want me to come in and consult on your drink menu, now that's a whole, whole nother uh, bargain. If uh, if you want to have that conversation, well, I mean, hey, wait, what are you doing here? You don't live around here. No, as I said, I suffer a little bit of, of insomnia. Just kind of. Walking around, but uh, you know, any 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 chance that I get to improve business, that uh, I'll take it, of course. Mm, I don't trust it. You go on, get. Oh, you sure you don't want to finish? I mean, I could give you free drink vouchers if you like. No, no. You go on and get. You're up to no good. I can see it in your eyes. What's wrong with your hand? Get out of here. <laughs> I, I know. I haven't gone to fix yet. All right. Well, uh, so sorry. Thank you for your time. I do appreciate it. <laughs> And she like what and like mean mugs you as you walk out. And there's already like a couple other people who've opened their doors to like see what's going on as this woman accosts you in the middle of the hallway. Uh, and uh, yeah, you're able to leave. Uh, that one security guard had to like kind of like walk awkwardly out, so you're able to go that way uh, and make your way back to Umbra's. There's another point where you do realize you're still kind of being followed, but you spot it's a security guard again uh, who's sure. like kind of catching your trail as you make it to Umbra's. All right. Well, you know, if it's the security, then they already know that I work at Umbra, so it's not not a problem if I lead them back there. Oh, uh, yes, and I'll, I'll enter the bar again. Yeah, uh, in there is, I mean, uh, Harry's uh, not leaving yet, um, but um, uh, Hazel is getting some of the stuff set up. They're kind of, like, talking and everything. Uh, you're able to walk in. Pax, I assume, is still asleep. Cool. Kinsey, do you go back to sleep, or you just try and stay up for the rest of the day? I'm already up. I should just drink some coffee and maybe make a little breakfast. Okay. Yeah, you're able to do that. Um, and there's a point a little bit uh, as you're like starting to make breakfast uh, where the door to the bar opens up, and Harry walks in again, kind of like holding like her arms in front of her sheepishly. She goes, is, um, is everything all right? Oh, yeah, sorry. I, um, you know, there's some very dangerous people on their way to come save my life, and I had to make sure they didn't come in guns blazing. <laughs> Everything's fine now. I mean, um, so, do you, what, what's going to happen to Roland? Do you have a, do you have a plan? Do you? I find when it comes to Roland, the less I interfere, the better. <laughs> he knows how to contact us. We've got the radio on. You did keep the radio charged, didn't you? 
Yeah, no, I did, I did. Good, yeah, so he will contact us if he needs help. And um, if he's gone for too long, then we'll know to do something about it. But uh, I I think there's very little possibility of of him uh, at least being killed. Maybe taken prisoner. I don't think he's going to be killed. Uh, maybe, maybe don't uh, call off the dangerous people coming into town, right? Could be useful. Well, I mean, hopefully they'll be dropping by to see the bar. Uh, it's uh, my <laughs> my mother and my sister. Oddly enough, I'm not very used to saying those words. You got family, and they're dangerous. Oh, they're they're quite dangerous. Uh, actually, I, I I do hope they drop by. I'd love to introduce you to them. I think you'd get along with them. Uh, I I don't know. I kind of I figure y'all don't want me around here too much longer. You know, after what, you I, think, uh, what I did. On, I mean, I get it. I understand. Henry, do you think we're gonna fire you because you happen to be working for the family? I mean, cause I'm, cause Morales had me keep an eye on y'all. I mean, don't I? Well, I figure, I mean, Roland's in danger, and it's my fault, and I figure, you know, I, I, I mean, if it's okay with you guys, I'd like to stay here a little bit. I'd like to, you know, make sure he's fine. I mean, he's an asshole, but I, you know, <laughs> he knows. I don't, I don't, I didn't want anything to happen. I didn't, you know, you guys were up to something. I don't know what you guys were doing. You, you were being all shady, and, you know, this, this whole, I'm gonna, you know, help teach you to be a better thief, like, it's too good to be true, so, you know... And I mean, Morales and I, we got history. And, you know, she's been taking care of me for some time, so... Oh, I know it. I, know I just... It. I... I don't... I don't know. Maybe it's better if I if I leave you guys alone. Then then Morales can't, you know... Why didn't, why didn't we wait to see what Roland has to say, shall we? I mean, he is the person most directly effective. Uh, you are obviously staying on on a provisional basis... Mostly because I really don't want to have to hire another bartender. I, I, okay, all right. Right? Yeah. Do you want oh. some biscuits and gravy before you go? Uh, well, if it's all the same to you, I think, I think I'll stay um, for now. Uh, okay. I, I mean, you don't have to pay me extra nothing. Um, I'll, just, <laughs> I'll just, you know, maybe I'll go play some cards when uh, Eugene gets here or something, you know. Play money or something. I don't know. I'll, I'll stay out of the way, and but I I wanna I wanna see what's what happens. Yes, of course you do. Uh, thanks for sticking around, Harry. Lots of people cut cut and run in this situation, and uh, it takes a, a lot of character to stick around. Eh, <laughs> uh, well, that's nice of you to say. Um, I'll take I'll take some biscuits though. That's what I thought. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so she takes a little plate and then, uh, yeah, goes back out to the bar. Um, and then, yeah, you're able to make breakfast. It's a, you know, standardly slow morning. Uh, uh, Eli doesn't show up until like the mid-afternoon. Um, and uh, you get a couple uh, customers who come in. Eugene shows up and starts like playing some cards. So you get a couple of like the lower levels like high tier for lower levels type like card sharks who are like kind of playing some games with Eugene um uh and there's actually this like kind of cute moment where like these like old like 
just like really down on their luck like card players who like the best they can do is like the best bar in the lower levels um <laughs> they they kind of as you walk out to like serve someone some food you look over and you see that they are all playing with play money with harry uh <laughs> they've like they've taken like the chips um, you know, there's no spurs off to the side, like in, in, uh, Eugene's caddy, like no one's playing with real money right now. They're all just kind of like playing with, uh, with chips. Uh, and, um, there's like, like Harry's stack is suspiciously big <laughs> as like these two, like these two card players are like staring her down. And then like, they're like, mm, I don't know. What do you think? I don't know. I think she has it. You know? And like Harry, like kind of like squirms a little awkwardly and he goes yeah you got me again harriet and he like folds his cards and she's like I blocked you. <laughs> <laughs> flips over her cards doesn't have anything uh they're 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 like definitely having some fun with her just trying to like cheer her up yeah absolutely uh and eventually pax and roland in your respective locations do wake up Great. Uh, I do what I've done every morning, but now has a mechanical benefit. I get in the shower, and I just sort of imagine how my day might go, <laughs> and what I might need to say to someone at any given moment. <laughs> uh, and I'm going to use my new talent, Rehearsal. All right. Um, and I'm... I'm not. I'm not dressed to impress, right? <laughs> Naked here in the shower. No, you don't get. You don't get dressed to impress or first impression when doing your rehearsal. <laughs> I mean, first impression, duh. But like, I have pretty high self-esteem. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, that's. I mean, that's about what you'd expect, given how much I've invested in this. Um, so that's a five-hit rehearsal. Nice. Okay, so that is five uses uh, of just a automatic minus two that you can put on someone during a social situation. Specifically on social tests. Yeah. Uh, or to resist your social tests is the best way to, to throw it down. But yeah, basically you can give them negatives. It's a free double bamboozle. Um, okay, cool. Uh, so yeah, you, you sit there in the shower, you know, um, the water is fine. It's definitely better than the communal bathhouse in the lower levels that you've had to use up until this point. Ugh, sucks. <laughs> um, which is like gross. <laughs> uh, so like, it's at least like by those standards, what you've been living in for like three months, like this is a nice shower. <laughs> if it was like in like right now it would be like a cramped and not great shower with like pretty like weak water pressure but the fact that the water is clean and warm like consistently is like oh <laughs> the real thing is that i'm alone which is a huge <laughs> it allows you to kind of sit there like you know think through things and practice some lines and hear them echo back to you and go okay all right <laughs> yeah, that's not hitting me right nah not that Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, meanwhile, Pax, how do you spend your morning? Um, I don't know if you rise particularly early, but Marshall Yen wakes up not too long after Kinsey wakes up. 
Um, yeah. yeah, well, I usually get up, like, decently early. I don't really sleep in, um, but, like, whatever kind of my normal get-up time is when I get up, it's like uh, clockwork, you know? Okay, yeah, yeah. So, so like, maybe you wake up just as, like, Marshall Yen is, like, uh, already climbed down from the loft and is, like, putting on his boots. Morning. Oh, hi. Uh, morning. I don't know. I mean, maybe this is normal for you, but whatever Kinsey's uh, cooking, it smells uh, pretty good. So uh, I'm going to go get a bite to eat if that's all right. Yeah. All right. And maybe uh, if we get the chance, the three of us can put our heads together and uh, figure out how to get rolling back. Yeah. That sounds right. good. He, like, pushes his hair back. It's, you know, a little bit longer now. And he, like, pushes it back and, like, squares his hat on his head. Uh, and then he, uh, like, starts to walk out and then, like, looks up at you and, go, and like, puts his hand on, like, the edge of, like, your loft, like, raises it up and puts it up there. He goes, last night was, uh, nice, actually. Yeah. All right. I figure uh, I should stick around for at least a little while. While uh, you know, I, I mean, Roland's in the situation. I you know, I I want to see it through to the end at least. Um, when I got I got a I got a little while longer that I can I can string Connor, along. I'd like it if you stayed. All right. Uh, me too. Okay. All right. Did you want a, a, a plate or you probably know what you want? It's fine. And yeah, he steps out and Kinsey, uh, uh, you're in the kitchen, and Leonard Yen uh, walks out and goes, "Morning, Kinsey." Bre- breakfast smells good. Uh, do you mind if I? No, grab yourself a plate, of course. All right, and he like, like, rummages around like in his pant pocket for a second, and he goes, "Is it uh, you want a spur, or I don't want to use up your your." Um, just, just, just take some, Ned. I think that you've been on enough adventures with us now to be considered, I guess, an extended part of our route, Kim. You're what he says as he's like kind of like moving some eggs onto his plate. Roadkin, you know, the, the family that you choose on the road. It's a, it's a nomad thing. I was going to say, yeah, that sounds like like nomad talk. Kenzie, are you a nomad? Not officially. <laughs> All right. <laughs> he, like, sits down, takes a couple bites of his food and goes, hmm. What, what is this? This is just, just rope right, right? A little bit of rope ride, a little bit of gravy, some biscuits, and uh, Munson Spice. Munson Spice? I never heard of But, I, I mean, is that, that that kind of smoky thing I get in the back? That's that's right. A little bit of smoke, a little bit of heat, a little bit of savory. It's a nice spice. <laughs> Keep talking like that, I'm going to think you're trying to sell me something. Oh, no, no, no. Just know the name. Keep it in mind. Okay. <laughs> and then Pax comes out. <laughs> <laughs> 
Good morning. Morning. Uh, some biscuits and gravy, if you like. Oh, um, no. I'm just gonna grab some fruit. It smells great. <laughs> um, did we hear from Roland at all? Uh, nothing so far. Okay. Um, did Harry head out? Uh, no. Should be still over there at the, uh, poker table. Did you stake her? Uh, <laughs> they're, they're doing it for play money. I, I, I think her fellow card sharks are humoring her to perhaps pick up a mood a little bit. Sure. Okay. Okay. Um, then I grab a, like, a piece of fruit. Um, and just be like, I guess I'll... If we haven't heard from Roland, I guess we'll just wait, right? Yes, our favorite thing to do. uh, (laughs) Leonard goes, wait, wait till we hear. So we just, we just sit here then. All right. Okay. Um, Yeah. Yeah, we wait. Let's wait. Did Did you have another idea? Roland's kind of the ideas guy, so. <laughs> I mean, if you have something, we'll take it. Yeah, um, but he like uh, like Roland usually says something like totally outlandish, and mm. then and then Kinsey goes, "Oh, I could see how we could do that," and I go, um. What if we took back like seven steps and like did like a smaller part of that and see how it goes? And then Roland says, no, 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 it's fine. And then we do the first thing and it usually kind of goes sort of terribly um, until I have to fight somebody. Right, right. Well, that checks out with my recollection. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, No, I mean, hey. Uh, better safe than sorry. I don't know that I have any particular plan. I don't know this area as well as you presumably do. Uh, if you don't think there's some way to like bust him out, or if you're actually I don't even interested know. in him not being busted out, then uh, waiting seems like the only option to me. I think he, I think he's not interested in being busted out. He's not I, yet. I would, I would love for him to be here already. Um, I don't really like not knowing where he is and not really being able to help him and like him being alone and like, you know, he's gotten out of worse things, I think. Probably he's definitely. I mean, it's not as if they're like a bird. So, <laughs> not yet. I mean, yes. The second time birds comes up around me. Is there is there something I'm missing here? Oh, uh, yeah. We went to an oasis uh, in the Badlands. Much and... like the very roperite you're eating, we were, we found ourselves surrounded, hidden in the cave, far away. Oh, yeah, and then. You... <laughs> <laughs> 
used to then regale Marshall Yen with some stories. Uh, uh, do you continue on, like, telling him a little bit, like, giving him, get him caught up on all your adventures leading up to here? Mm-hmm. Or is it just the rope right almost killed Roland? The bird almost got Roland <laughs> once. <laughs> that time Roland died to a bird. Why not tell him the whole story? Okay. Yeah, in, a, gonna... in a very nice, inflated, uh, storytelling fashion. Right, right, right. Everything is a little bit faster, a little bit bigger. Uh... <laughs> I can't help but notice in your version of the story, we are surrounded by birds. <laughs> <laughs> Only me while you're up in a cave. <laughs> I mean, technically, we were surrounded from a further distance. And also, you refused to get into the cave, so... <laughs> Uh-huh. So what you're saying is we. <laughs> uh, yeah. So the the day continues on. Uh, do you have a thing, Bex? Uh, yeah. So um, about about the time we get to sort of the the like uh, oasis ish part, you know. Um, uh, I, I'm gonna like um, I pat Leonard on the back and then like I'm like I'll be right back Kinsey and um, I head out to the front to see how it's going and also like if like the game at all has broken up or, or anything like is happening out front we should probably pay attention to that a little bit uh, sure. Okay. Um, so yeah, the, uh, Harry is no longer at the card table. Um, uh, actual cards are being played now. Um, and she's just kind of, um, uh, sitting at a table alone, um, messing with, uh, with like a knife, like kind of whittling like a, uh, like scrap piece of wood, uh, nervously. And then she, uh, looks up and sees you and then like averts her eyes and goes back to like whittling. Sure. Um, so I'm gonna grab like a like a water or something, a tea or a coffee, something, uh, and then grab two of them, and I'm gonna bring uh, one over to her. Hi. Hey. Any news yet? Not yet. Do you want, is there anything I can do? Do you want, I mean, I know a lot of ways around. I could maybe, you know, try and see what's, see what's going on or, 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 you know, I mean, there's, I know, I know a lot of people around the station. I mean, I could, I could maybe find something out. I could, I could, I could go to a coastal territory, try to find out where they're keeping them. Is that safe for you to do? <laughs> uh... I mean, it's just another day. That's not really an answer to the question. Well, I don't think anything I do on a normal basis is safe. Most most of the time. I mean, safest I've been has been hanging out in this bar, you know, slinging drinks. And even that, you know, I was in the middle of something that's going on. So even that wasn't so safe. Yeah. So, if if you feel like you should do that, if if you want to, I'm I won't stop you. But 
Roland is good at what he does, and so I am waiting to for any indication that something has gone wrong. Um, or he would like us to come pick him up. Um, I don't really know where he is. We don't know where he is. And, um, that would probably be moderately useful. But, honestly, Harry, I kind of would rather have you here. Why? Because if you... I feel like... I feel like you feel like this is your fault. And I think that you would push more than you need to 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 help because you feel guilty but the only person who is mad at you is you Kinsey and I and I'm sure Roland have done similar things or worse when we were in a spot like yours it wasn't a thing that you could say no to not really the only thing you could have done differently is told us earlier but you tried you you tried I mean like not very hard but you did <laughs> right I, I, I thought about it more like I mean, you guys are really, you know, been really good to me, and, and, you know, I just, I don't know, I don't want to go into it. I, I just, yeah, I I feel like, you know, if there's anything I can do to m make things a little better, you know, I'm willing to do it, but also, I don't really want to, you know, go up against Morales or or anything like that. I I don't think you should. I I don't think you should go up against Morales, especially not alone. Like that, if the if being out from under her thumb was a move you wanted to make, we would make it together. Right? I didn't. I didn't just pick you out of nowhere and decide that you were con a convenient thing to have around. Well, I mean, you had to get Kinsey's money back. I didn't need to get Kinsey's money back. That that's that that's not. You could have kept it. <laughs> and it wouldn't have made a difference. Can make a difference now. 
It would make I mean, a difference we, to you. If there's, you know, maybe they want a ransom or something. I, I, I don't know. It's just, I don't know how you, you can sit here so calm, just waiting. I mean, Roland's good. He knows how to get in someone's head, that's for sure. I just, I don't know. Now that he's not here, I feel nervous. Well, do you want to know a secret? Sure. I'm dying inside. With worry. What, are you drunk? No. Just, you don't... You don't have to show people how you feel. And there, there are times when you should, right? It doesn't do Roland any good for me to panic and fly off the handle and storm to wherever I think he is and beat up a bunch of people and get him out. I could exfiltrate him and we would leave the station and we would never come back. We could burn all of those bridges, all of the hard work we've put into this place, the relationship with you and 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 kind of this home we've made anton granger yeah and uh and and we could we could i could do that i could figure out where roland is pluck him out of danger and in in a moment of like rage and panic and and it it wouldn't do anybody any good. And it, and, and so instead of doing that, I'm talking to you and I'm talking to Kinsey and I'm, I'm talking to Marshall Yen and. Yeah. What's with him? Who is that guy? Uh, he's cute. <laughs> he's real what? cute. Yeah. He's a good looker. Yeah. It looks at uh, you a lot. I don't... Well, okay. But... Uh, uh, <laughs> uh, we saved his life a long time ago. And um, in a different life, I would like him very much. A different life. Yeah, sure. Uh, yeah. So, make of what the moment is. We've got some downtime because we're waiting for Roland. And, and I just have to believe that he's gonna be okay. That he's not gonna infuriate someone that so much that they just shoot him. Or something. Um... Yeah, it's pretty easy to imagine a lot of situations where someone wants to shoot Roland. Yeah, no, I know. <laughs> <laughs> but basically, um, I, I guess the thing is, is like I grew up really guarded, right? A lot of stuff happened 
my life that um, made me not really trust people and not really talk much and not really open up. And so I had a lot of practice not reacting to stuff because it's all about the goal. It's all about the mission. The end result, you've decided in a calm moment that the end result is something that you want and you have to trust yourself that you made those decisions and and so like when you get angry like you don't rise to the occasion in a moment of like chaos you have to be clear-headed and and so this is just a different kind of chaos we decided when we heard from Roland to listen to him so now we have to trust that that when we made that decision that was we were acting and thinking clearly so I'd like you to stay here and I'd like you to stay here unless you want to go visit Salem or something like that or you have people that you need to take care of uh, he's he's busy uh, I, he's... I'd like you to stay with us at the bar I think that what you've done is by telling us is very courageous and I think it does put you in a little bit of danger and I'd like it you were somewhere that I could protect you okay sure now drink your juice or whatever that is I just grabbed it I don't know do you like coffee? Is it coffee? It's coffee. Do you want coffee? <laughs> yeah, sure. Okay. <laughs> she doesn't drink it. <laughs> you can always say no. Don't lie to me. <laughs> uh, Roland. It gets into uh, the middle of the day, about. And uh, you're still locked in this uh, kind of garden apartment. Um, I mean, it's not a garden. It's, you know, the whole place it. is a garden apartment, kind of. <laughs> the entire station is underground. Uh, <laughs> it's underneath ground. Yeah. But I don't think it counts as underground. <laughs> <Sure>. <laughs> uh, I, anyways, you're in this little small apartment uh, that have stairs that go up to the door. Uh, <laughs> and... And uh, you hear the door unlock. Uh, what are you up to at this moment? Um, I don't know. What passes for entertainment in um, Tobias Station? There's some books in this apartment you could read. Yeah. I'm, I've read both books in this apartment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So you're sitting there, you got a book, and the door opens up uh, and in walks uh, a woman in um, uh, a nice um, uh, like jacket shine like really shined like boots with spurs on the back of them uh, and uh, she she kind of walks in she's got dark black hair dark eyes um, a scar uh, just a little tiny scar on her chin that like kind of like shines uh, bright on her on her face um, uh, and 
She walks in, looks around, sees you, and goes, All right. Uh, what was your name? Uh, I'm I'm Roland Hollis. All right, stand up, Mr. Hollis. Yeah, stand up. Uh, and she walks over to you, and she goes, I'm going to patch it down. Ch-ch-ch. Anything I should know? Uh, this is not me hesitating in character. This is me hesitating out of character, because I, I don't... I think the answer to that is genuinely no. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, uh, is there anything... If, there, if there's anything hidden on you that you want to remain hidden that isn't in your secret pockets... Um, nah. Okay, cool. Nah, I don't. I like. I don't even think I brought my rifle because, like, what would I even do with it? <laughs> <laughs> It'd also go against your like kind of helpless act that you did to yeah. get in here. <laughs> Running in, fucking armed to the teeth. Yeah. Okay. Oh, what do you have in your secret pockets? I know you filled it up with some spurs before, but what else is in there now? Um, it's got spurs. Um, uh, it's certainly got my portable fan. Uh-huh. Um I think the radio is probably in the secret pockets because that makes sense. Sure, yeah. Yeah, I don't I don't think anything else. Like I don't own anything else that I'm not just like wearing. Sure. Um so it's you know, it's like the graph stability harness is I'm wearing. The filtration mask, I think, is like not on, but is like around my neck. And I imagine like people in Tobias Station just have them, especially if they live in the lower levels. Yeah, yeah. And you and uh, your Omni tools on like Omni tools woven into the clothing. So yeah. Like, uh, so she she kind of like pats you down. She's like clocks the uh, uh, the grab stability harness. Like you see her like consider for a second doing something about it, and then decides to leave it. Uh, pats down the rest of you. Um, any spurs you have that aren't in your hidden pocket, she does like take out and sit on the table. Uh, and then uh, she stands back up and she goes, All right. Just to be clear, you try anything, anything at all, I'm right outside that door. What? What is Jimmy when it's a woman? It's Jimmy. They're called Jimmy. Right, but so, like, I can call them James as sort of, like, a snide, like, I don't respect your profession. Sure. <laughs> you can call them James. It works, it works the same. Yeah, James is also a girl's name. Oh, sure. Uh, I don't want to tip my hand yet. Um, uh, uh, okay, okay. Sh- sh- sure. All right. Uh, and she steps up, uh, looks to her left, nods, and then steps to the right. And uh, the door frames a second woman, uh, a little bit taller, um, uh, not as athletically built. Um, uh, She walks in. She has a high-collared jacket that is um, uh, sealed with, like, kind of a pearl clasp uh, right on her neck like a choker. Um, And uh, it kind of opens up uh, midway down um, to kind of go into, like, coattails. Then she has like high waisted, um, uh, like uh, form fitting uh, pants and very tall like riding boots. Um, and uh, uh, she walks in, um, taking off uh, some gloves as she does, and slides them into her jacket. Uh, 
This is an excellent visual, Tommy, because like there's nowhere to ride your horse in this town. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. <laughs> and uh, uh, her hair is um, uh, pulled back in two braids uh, that kind of meet in the back of her head. Uh, it's they're very long. It goes like past her waist, um, uh, and uh, she regards you with her like dark, almost black eyes, uh, and um, sizes you up and goes. Mr. Hollis, Severina Acosta. Pleasure to make your acquaintance. I shake her hand. Um, does does the Jimmy the Jimmy said she was going to be outside? Is she like waiting by the door? Uh, you don't see her now. The door is open. Okay, but she's not in the room anymore, basically. At the moment, yeah. Cool. But whatever you're thinking does probably get slightly uh, uh, shunted to the side as she goes. Walk with me. Sure, of course. And uh, she uh, steps up, like, the rest of the steps, and, like, reaches out a hand to, like, uh, like gesture for you to follow her. Yeah, I follow. Uh, and uh, she turns to the left, starts walking, and you see the, uh, the Jimmy is right there. She watches you go and waits, like, about ten paces before she starts following. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, Severina leisurely walks through the halls, which are conspicuously empty at the moment. Uh, and, um, she turns to the side to, like, regard you, and she goes, So, tell me whatever it is you wanted to tell me. You are in rare com- You are uh, in rare company, Mister Hollis. It is not often that uh, someone I do not know is able to arrange a meeting so quickly. You have my curiosity. I imagine it's not often you find a good friend of uh, the Canoe Lieutenant in Tobias Station dead in the vents. Hmm. So your little story that you told my guards, nothing more than a tale. Uh, That's exactly what I told them. Tell me, why do you want to meet with me? Um, Because from what I can tell, one of two things has happened. The first, which is patently absurd, is that you had Ephraim killed in a wild, ununderstandable act against a good friend of yours. Or, what seems more likely, uh, is someone else has had Ephraim killed uh, in an effort to leave a bomb that they can set off whenever they like in the middle of Tobias Station, to ruin the family's relations here. Then which do you think it is? I mean, the first one is absurd. So it must be the second one. You do not know me. I do not know you. How is it so absurd to think that someone in my, sta- in my standing could being capable of such a thing it is quite the assumption to make, Mr. Hollis. Perhaps I've been unclear. I think if you killed a good friend of yours, lover, 
you would have told him to his face. Strange for you to have such a good idea of what I would or would not do. What is it you want to do? That is what interests me. Uh, recently I had a conversation with uh, Captain Morales in which she implied that the two of you were quite good friends. Whether or not that's true, um, Morales has recently made it her business to make my life challenging. And the only person I can think of with both the means and the opportunity to benefit from this bomb planted in Tobias Station is her. And so if the two of you are such good friends, I imagine you might want to know that about your good friend. It is true. Morales has been a very, very useful asset for some time now. But I understand you have a pretty good read on Morales. You have a good read on me. What is your read on Gray Foster? It seems you have many friends throughout the station. What can I say? I'm a likable person. <laughs> well, you come to me talking of Morales in a plot to what? Undo me? And you come offering what exactly? Information. Unless I'm wrong. Let me rephrase. Were I in your position, I would like to know what could happen in the place where I do my business. And if I lived over a bomb, I would be interested in knowing about it. Perhaps even defusing it, but that would be presumptuous. Hmm. Uh, you're right. I do very much like knowing what is going on in my backyard. I make a point of it. This is why I know you cannot be trusted. I know of your history with the Gatis. I know that you somehow convinced Mr. Foster to go and call a meeting to hold the Gatis accountable for the disappearance of your friend. A clever play, to be sure. Your assumptions about them were correct. They did not get approval for that kind of action here. Uh, at this point, she kind of like gestures as she, like she's approaching where like a couple of like uh, Acosta like guards are standing. Uh, she like waves her hand and they like step out of the way and she uh, swipes a card and a uh, door like slides open and like you guys walk into like a hangar where there's some business going on. Uh, looks like some people are like loading up like a really big like uh, double um, like double propeller like helicopter like a cargo helicopter. Uh, and um, she like gestures over uh, to. 
uh, a table kind of set off to the side, like with a, a like a round table with a, like a kind of a curved bench, uh, like two curved benches that kind of take up part of it. Uh, she gestures to that for the two of you to like sit down. There's already like a tea set set up there. Yeah, I'll go sit down and start pouring tea. Yeah, uh, she sits down and she goes, You are able to trick a Keogati, which is not an easy feat, from my understanding. You're able to wrap Grey Foster around your finger in some way or another. And uh, I have no reason to believe that you cannot work your charms one way or another to set me up for failure as well. So the way I see it, you are more of a threat than an asset. If that were true, I wouldn't be pouring tea. Do you take milk or sugar? Both. Don't skimp on the honey. I wouldn't dream of it. Uh, she takes a sip of it, nods, sets it down, and goes, Mr. Hollis, I appreciate what you are trying to do, but I regret to inform you you have misstepped. Me and Morales are incredibly good friends. We've done many things together. And we watch each other's backs. This is why I've arranged for you to leave to buy a station. She gestures to the helicopter. She goes, There is your ride. Bound straight for Alanastead territory. First stop, Lily Ridge. Akeo Gati will be very pleased to meet you a second time. Perhaps for the first real time. Unless, and she like opens up her jacket to reveal like a gun and she like rests her hand on it. She goes, you have a counter offer. We could resolve things right now. And uh, she's going to challenge you. <laughs> sure. I spend all of my rehearsal. Okay, so how many negatives is that? Oh, she's at a minus 10. Okay, cool. Oh my god. God, I feel like I'm gonna need this for the flashback, but... Then I bamboozle her four times. <laughs> so much grit for me. I'll live on this razor's edge, Tommy. <laughs> <laughs> I 
Okay, 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 okay. What's your highest? Uh, it's a four. Okay. Well, the uh, gr- do you know what the important thing is? Mathematically, I don't think she's allowed to beat that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It, um, uh, the, the best I could do would be to spend grit to count this two. <laughs> okay, okay. Okay, the train stops there. <laughs> uh, so how many next successes do you have? Over what? Uh, no successes, because I would need to spend grit to count the two. Great. I have two net hits. Okay. Uh, so <laughs> you succeed at the challenge, um, uh, which means she uh, basically she gets first right of refusal. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, she can either concede and we can figure out what happens. Um mm-hmm. Uh, or um, it can move to normal combat on your behest uh, if she doesn't concede, or it can move to quick draw, like a showdown on on your behest. But first thing that happens is she gets the chance to concede, mm-hmm. and uh, I think I think she will concede. Um, uh, do you have any idea for what kind of uh, what kind of what's the result of this kind of squaring off that you and her have? I don't, I don't know what I get out of it, but I know that the immediate, like, resolution of her challenge is she's, you know, or we could flash my gun, fix this up right here, uh, and I finish pouring my tea. <laughs> and then I, like, think about it for a second, and I drop two sugars in. <laughs> pour a little bit of milk, think, and set it down, and then, like, get some honey, stir it around, and take a sip. And then set it down. No, I don't think I'll be leaving. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so this is this is what I think because like the concession is kind of a give and take, right? Like, yeah, yeah. you guys don't throw down. Um, she gets some stuff, but like you get some stuff. Basically, it's like a compromise. It's a narrative compromise where mm. uh, conflict does not happen. A, a, a violent conflict does not happen, and instead, uh, something else happens. Um, uh, um, so here's here's what actually what I would love. Sure. I would love if she believed that I had another extremely dangerous card up my sleeve that she did not know about. Okay. Um, so what I'm thinking is, de- de- regardless of like the way it gets there, mm-hmm. um, uh, I think you're able to like impress her enough with whatever you say or the way like the way you've started to react and will continue to react uh, mm-hmm. to like this situation, um, and I think you will find like you find one last way to change her mind. Uh, but the the give and take of this is, I think the the thing you you get in the concession is that she is now an ally who is going to help you take down Morales. Okay. Um, but the, the the return that she gets uh, is obviously no, no violence right now. Uh, mm-hmm. and, and secondly, um, so like basically it's like a big give and a big take. I'm thinking she's going to help you with your, uh, with your thing, help you take down Morales, but you have to do it in a way that allows her to put someone into that position that she wants. Uh, and in doing so, 
you walk away from this conversation 100% sure that you and her agree that this is one of the extremely rare instances where you make a deal with a member of the family and there aren't strings attached. Like this is a, we conclude our business, you go on your way, we don't call on you again. Okay. Yeah. Um, can I clarify? Yeah. Is there room? So like she gets someone she wants. Mm-hmm. Is there room for me to, in the future that will proceed, like, come after this, become that person? Oh, yeah. I mean, you've already... So she is straight up Great. an ally. Basically, Excellent. you... The, yeah, one, yeah. the one thing that needs to happen is that you need to intent... You need to do everything in your power to actually make good on this deal. And she will do everything in her power to make good on this deal. You two walk away with absolute certainty that the other person is going to do the best that they can to try and make good on this deal. Good. Excellent. Okay, cool. I know how to, I know how this goes now. <laughs> uh, yeah. So you say, I don't think I'll yeah. be leaving. I don't think I'll be leaving. This is wonderful tea, by the way. Where did you get this? Is this important? <laughs> um, From the wrists. Oh, interesting. So, um, I have no interest in going back to Lily Ridge. Um, I've stood in the center of Akeo Gati's manor, walked out with a drone full of missiles, and left her in the dust. Seems boring to retread old news. Um, you, I think, understand who and what I am. Or at least, you're starting to. I've been all over this world. And I've been in so many bad situations where people a lot like you have looked at me and rightfully surmised, I'm not going to shoot you. There's nothing in my power I can do to physically harm really anyone myself. Um, but the thing that all of those people have in common is that I'm alive and they're dead. So, I think I will stay in Tobias Station, um, and I will continue to be sort of the hero of the masses that I have become, and perhaps the only person who knows the true extent of the horrors of the ventilation systems and how it might be weaponized against the upper crust. Um, and also, I think you can tell from this conversation that I am willing to do that if it comes to it. If it means me and mine are safe. But I'd prefer not to. I'd prefer to have a civil relationship wherein we can work together towards a common goal. And I do, in my heart, truly believe that Morales is trying to set you up. Now, I don't care about that personally, but it does happen to immediately affect my goals. And so, in this rare moment, it is in our interests to be on the same side for a time. Don't you agree? Your reputation, she says, covering up her gun, is well earned. I think so. The fact that someone as capable and dangerous as you, with your two friends, were able to instigate such trouble in this station under Morales's rule 
it does tend to show that perhaps there is a better option. Now I take no joy in replacing someone who has been so helpful. But business is business. If you can take down Morales with my help and you make sure that the Acostas come out on top in the arrangement, well, I don't think you need to leave to buy a station anytime soon. I'm so glad we agree. Um, I would, I would like to try and get a read. Um, it's, I've mentioned it a few times. Did she, did she kill Ephraim? <laughs> uh, are you rolling empathetic or are you just doing an opposed roll? Um, I probably, I'm going to do both. Okay, yeah, go so, with go with empathetic. Uh, it's yeah. the uh, it's the unopposed one, right? Yeah. Empathetic is personality is natural only, right? Yep. Okay. Cool. Uh, that's three hits. Cool. Um. So. Uh, with that, uh, you can tell she is she is duly impressed by you, um, and. Uh, given the given the arrangement of the of the concession, you are able to uh, uh, think like, "Yep, as long as I shoot straight on this deal, she will shoot straight on this deal." And you know, if I can make it so that that works out, like this can be our way to like get out from under the family um, uh, to make it so that we don't owe them anything. This is a this is a one and done type deal. Not quite the same exact feeling you got from your deal with Bahara or any other deal you've ever made with any member of the family. <laughs> There's always been a like, yeah, the only way out is in a box. Fair. I've been running a con on them every time. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, you also uh, get the sense that um, yeah, sure. With, with three hits, save as the, the secondary role. Uh, at first, you get the sense that she is entirely capable of killing Ephraim. Your earlier thing where you were like, I don't think, uh, uh, you know, like, that's crazy that you would kill your your childhood friend's, like, lover. That's insane. Um, uh, she is extremely capable of that type of cruelty. The, um, uh, like, she comes across to you as cold, calculating, and ruthless. Uh, she doesn't take things personally. And everything is just through a lens of what is, like, efficient and correct for her family and her own business. Like, her own progress in this world. Um, and uh, so you've mentioned Ephraim a few times. And you just kind of keep gauging her reaction to that. And there's, like, never a moment where she gives you an emotional reaction to that at all. Um, which, for one thing, as, like, a good friend to Salem Bahara, you would think she would at least have like some sort of like emotional response to hearing, like hearing the name of like her good friend's dead lover. Um, and so you, based on what she said and the way she said it and her reactions to what you have said, you get the pretty strong sense that she had a hand in killing Ephraim and Morales helped. Okay. 
I don't know if that's good, but I'm happy to know it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You, you think you are stepping up. You are um, in a job interview to replace the last person who helped her commit. Or, commit uh, you're in a job interview to replace the person who was loyal enough to her to kill <laughs> Ephraim and cover it up. <laughs> Great. And it's going well. <laughs> <laughs> I love it when you can tell, you know? It's yeah. such a good feeling, especially in this economy. <laughs> yeah. Great. Um, and, uh, yeah, that's probably all you get with the with the three hits. That's probably sure. Cool. Uh, so she goes, If you would like to return to your bar, continue about your business. I'm sure Ephraim will be very interested to hear what's going on. No doubt he has heard that you've accosted me. I, I have to assume that in the world, the real world of Manifest, she said Salem. What did I say? Ephraim. Yeah. Ephraim ain't thinking shit. No. <laughs> Salem. <laughs> Salem. Um, uh, he will no doubt have heard that you have accosted me. No doubt as well, uh, Mr. Foster, uh, who uh, seems to have a keen interest in you, will want to speak with you soon as well. The way I see it, you have made a friend of many different families. You use that to your advantage. You let me know what you need from me. You take down Morales. It doesn't flash back on me. We put someone else in charge. I'll let you know when I've decided who. And like at that moment with like your three empathetic, she's like considering you. <laughs> <You're on the> <laughs> We begin a bright new world in Tobias Station. I do love when you can conduct civil business over tea. It is the only way to do it. So rarely does it not end in blood. Truly a shame. And I, like, raise my glass to toast. She, like, raises her glass as well, uh, takes a sip of her tea, sets it down, and then stands up and goes, Now, I do have business to attend to. If uh, you need to reach out to me, you can use this LRC. And she hands you, uh, uh, well, she, she holds out her LRC to tap it against yours to like spread, uh, send you a contact. Great. Uh, I tap it. Cool. Uh, and then uh, she goes, I look forward to seeing what you are truly capable of. Uh, I just give her a nod and leave. And she watches you go. And uh, you walk right by that Jimmy, who's like kind of her bodyguard, uh, who nods at you as you walk by. James. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you leave the hangar. Right as like they're closing up the hatch of the uh, the helicopter, and the rotors start moving. Great. Is it is it too early for fried ice cream? <laughs> no, it's actually right around that time. I'm gonna get fried ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, uh, you are able to go to, I wrote down her name somewhere, uh, ice cream, Velma, you go to Velma Hess. <laughs> uh, yeah, you're able to go to Velma's stall, you walk through, um, you do notice some of the security guards watching you as you're leaving, um, like as you kind of leave a coast of territory and start moving your way into the main level. And then at some point while you're buying your frozen ice cream in the middle of the trading bazaar, that kind of escort from the security team seems to get lifted. Happy day. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, I'm going to get some fried ice cream. I, I don't think it'll travel well enough to bring it back to the bar for everyone, right? Uh, I mean, if you go straight to the bar. Sure, yeah. I'm coming back with five fried ice creams. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, and... Because I'm eating one of them on the way there. <laughs> so, you, so you get like a little like a, a, a little tray. You put together a tray with like a machinery cube and then have all the ice cream on. And then you, you walk through uh, uh, the trading bazaar um, and make your way down into the lower levels. Um, Kinsey and Pax, what are you doing in Umbras at this moment? It's a uh, little afternoon. Uh, I am working on the jukebox. <laughs> Are you putting in a new uh, button? I certainly am. Okay, perfect. So you got the the jukebox open. You're you're working on that. Pax, what about you? Um, I I think I'm just hanging out. I don't I don't have I don't have an agenda. Okay. So. Um, so you're, you're hanging out, um, Marshall Yen has exited the back, um, he's sitting in a way where he can see the front door, uh, he does have, he is, uh, armed at the moment, he has his gun ready, um, uh, he's, uh, you know, drinking a drink, watching, uh, uh, kind of, um, uh, having, like, slight conversation with Kinsey, being like, so his name's Bobby Klein, and you made him, what, in Soldina? I, I mean, I... I think I heard of that place. That place is in the middle of nowhere. And see, that's why Bobby Klein needs us to carry his music to the rest of the Badlands. No, no, to all of Manifest. Mm, mm-hmm. Uh, sure, I, I suppose. I've always been more of a Diana Ritchie myself. Yeah, I, I suppose I can put on a Ritchie tune if you like. <laughs> uh, yeah. And, um, you, uh, uh, you're able to, uh, put on, uh, uh, it's a Deanna, uh, uh, Richie song. Um, uh, and she, it starts off, uh, with, uh, the usual, like, kind of like, it's got that big band and, uh, this one's got a, a bass line. It's like, doom, 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 And then it's like, ah want to be where the people are oh i want to see want to see them dancing <laughs> walking around on those what do you call them oh feet <laughs> flipping your fins don't get too far legs 
are required for jumping, bam, bam, dancing, bam, bam, strolling along. Oh, man. Down a, what's that word again? A street. <laughs> uh, and at that, the door opens up, and there's Roland holding a tray of fried ice cream. <laughs> Don't just stand there. Get the fried ice cream. It's going to go bad soon. And that's where we're going to take a break. <laughs> Hello, and welcome back. You're such a weirdo, Tommy. I am. Uh, <laughs> this is true. Uh, welcome back. Okay, so uh, when we last left off, um, Kinsey and Pax uh, and the rest of the, uh, the people in... Um, the in umbras uh were uh nervously awaiting to hear back from roland uh watching the radio uh being ready for any moment where he sends a transmission some kind of distress signal some kind of information that lets them know whether or not he is okay it's uh getting into the afternoon uh attentions are high and uh then the door opens up and Roland is standing there presenting a tray full of fried ice cream. Come on, get it. Well, it's good. I've eaten one already, and I'm eating. This one is mine. You can't have it. <laughs> <laughs> I think Kinsey immediately gets up and kind of like, he wants to come up and tackle him, but he carefully kind of like ducks under the ice cream to make sure not to spill any of it and give him a good pat on the back. <laughs> Oh, okay. I mean, you were the one kidnapped, but it's good to see you too. <laughs> Let's just say I never thought we'd see each other again, no matter what the circumstances. That's true. I was pretty sure you were going to die. <laughs> Fair enough. I'll take my ice cream. Uh, Marshall Yen is... This sitting is a weird reception, side. not what I expected when I brought the ice cream. I'm just going to set it down here. It's heavy. I'm not very strong. It was a hell of an entrance, I mean. Uh, Hazel walks over and grabs an ice cream. <laughs> Hazel the best. <laughs> <laughs> she, she's like, thanks, boss. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> Uh, Pax, what are you doing? Um, I sort of like stand up. I, I stand up like awkwardly and I like smile for a minute. And then it's like, I, um, uh, we need more liquor. And I, like, go into the kitchen. <laughs> okay. What's... I'm, I'm getting a weird... I'm getting a weird vibe here. Did I... What's happened? What? Oh, no, no, she's right. We just need more liquor. Why don't we uh, go check on that? Yes, let's. Marjolien steps up, picking up his hat off, off the table... Uh, and, like, tries to make eye contact with Kinsey to suss out whether or not he's invited. No, you're not allowed to be out here, man. Come on. 
I say to Marshall Yen. <laughs> so Marshall Yen goes back with, uh, and on the way, Roland, you do spy um, Harry just, like, staring at you um, with an easily readable, like, expression of... It's a, it's a pained expression is the easy part that's to read, is that she mm-hmm. she's, like, a little shocked and a little pained. Great. Okay. Well, this was a great day till now, but <laughs> now I can see. We're gonna. No, no. This is fine. This is fine. And I we get into the back. I'm washing dishes. <laughs> <laughs> that bad, huh? What What did I What did I miss? Um, just a development. Nothing. No, nothing. Right, exactly. Mm-hmm. Marshall Yen seems like awkward with what's going on. Um, hold on. Let's. I'm gonna, and I leave, and then I come back in. So, what did I miss? <laughs> Okay, Harry is on the verge of tears, Pax is doing dishes, and Kinsey has asked me to check on the liquor we might need. What did I miss? Welcome back. Thank, thank you. It's very glad you're not dead, and that you're not dead. Mostly, yes, yes. Harry is very glad that you're not. Should should he just talk to Harry? No. I mean, Harry's going to want to talk to him anyway. He's going to figure it out. It's not like we're great liars, Mag. Fine. Let me tell you about my day, and then you tell me what I missed. I've had a couple of very productive chats over the past 24 hours. Uh, I've spoken to Mr. Foster, who has rightfully gotten on the horn. Uh, with the rest of the Sheffields, and as I suspected, the Gatis did not ask permission for uh, such a brazen act of kidnapping on sort of family neutral ground, uh, and have been somewhat reprimanded, at least, for that. Um, he will want to come around the bar and discuss our sort of other plans moving forward. Um, I spoke with Captain Morales, who threatened me and then tried to hire me, which is a weird flip, and it's not a good look for her. Um, uh, And then I spoke with uh, Miss Acosta, uh, who is in agreement with me that Morales has to go and would love to help us do that. Secretly. 
So now we kind of have to tell him, right? Well, we went to find Kinsey. And Leonard and I both almost died. Oh, no. Well, I'm glad to see that you didn't. And... Is his... Kinsey, is your finger in the icebox still? Oh, yes. Yeah. (coughs) What, you're just going to sit it back on, aren't you? I don't... I don't know how to do that. (laughs) I thought you were some sort of fancy doctor. I mean... You know, I've read an anatomy textbook here and there, but... Right, so for you, that's basically the same thing as, you know... My PhD is in literature, and also, I think you gotta get it back on pretty quick for it to be okay. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god. (laughs) Oh, I almost just sprayed my drink all over (laughs) Marshall Yen sits down. (laughs) Okay, sorry. It was just, it's very distracting, the bloody rag around your hand. Um, So, you almost died, but you didn't. And I'm glad about that. Um, I assume Sierra is dead? Yes. Okay. That's... And we came back here, and you weren't here. And we didn't know where you were. And then you radioed, which you know happened. He was there. Yeah. Thank you, Kinsey. And and then and then nothing for like another eighteen hours. With with no word and then you could walk in with just ice cream like everything is fine yes thank you for that by the way it was delicious and everything is not fine and I don't like pretending that it's fine and putting on a brave face when I'm worried sick and everyone else has a knot in their stomach because even though you're a jerk 90% of the time, everybody likes you. Because genuinely, you might be a good person. Maybe. And, and your family and it... And all this dealing with the family is 
bad and we should stop. And we have so many people we've lined up to be our enemies here. And and we put people like Harry in the middle who don't deserve to be in the middle, who just deserve to be safe. And we've done the opposite. And she's been forced into this position to to spy on us and and that's our fault and and you walk in the door with ice cream and everything is going to be okay having accomplished I guess a lot so thank you I'm glad you're alive but I'm not this is this is not what we talked about. We didn't talk about unilaterally making big moves. This was about raising a community up. This was about this was about lasting change. And it feels like we're setting up for one temporary big change and then we're going to walk out the door scorched earth I don't it's not that's not what I want that's not why I wanted to do this and I I'm mad I'm mad at you for going it alone and I know I said it was fine but I didn't I didn't think you were going to go to the Acostas and and the sheriff and I thought you were just going to go to Gray Foster. I thought you were just going to talk to him and like maybe get his help. I thought we were going to tackle one thing at a time. I thought we were going to do it together. And instead I just spent a whole day two days worried about Kinsey and then you and being okay in front of everyone and and it's not it's not okay and I'm angry and ice cream is not enough do the two of you want to stay in Tobias Station permanently? Me not particularly. I don't know. We've worked so hard to be here. I've had a lot of time to think about the realistic endgame of everything we've put into motion. And largely through things that I have done, we have ties to a number of the families of Manifest. And I can't change that. But Someone is going to have to take Morales' place when all this is over. Uh, and I, 
don't think it's going to be Kinsey. And I don't think you want it to be you, Pax. Because it means you have to deal with the people that we are not in a position to make leave, namely the family. And so, what I have done, admittedly, unilaterally, I have put myself in a position to be that person so the two of you can do whatever you want with the rest of your life. Because that's what I want for the two of you. And it's within my means to make it happen, I think. And so I've made myself a known entity and painted a very large target on my back and waved a flag from the rooftops so that should this house of cards we have built together come crumbling down, it lands on me and not the two of you. I'm sorry that I'm sorry you're upset and I'm sorry it's my fault. Thank you. Um, I didn't want you to do that. No, of course not. You're a much better person than me. You wouldn't ask. Does this mean you're breaking up the road, Kin? I have no idea how this ends. I've never had any idea how any of this ends. That's my gift, you see, is Pax is an invisible woman who can kill anything that she comes into contact with. And you, I guess, are like sort of a wilderness avatar of Manifest. <laughs> I don't fully understand your thing, Kinsey, to be perfectly honest. Honestly, neither do I. You're an outdoorsman of some repute, and you're very good friends with the Jackalope. Um, and my thing is I make people believe. And I'm sorry if I've made you believe that I knew how any of this might turn out at any point. Because the best I'm working with is an idea of how I'd like it to turn out and a bit of a plan of how to get there. But to be perfectly honest, anything could happen. So not yet, but it's an end game that I have foreseen and it's one I've made moves to make possible because it means the two of you get to leave and you don't have to look over your shoulders. Um, you, you should go talk to Harry. 
be nice. I'm, I will. You should eat your fucking ice cream, because it's really fucking good ice cream. <laughs> really it's fucking going good. to go bad. Leonard, <laughs> we're not really friends, but I'm glad you're here and good at shooting. And I leave. <laughs> Uh, Yen steps up or stands up uh, grabbing like a, a cloth napkin from like the center of the table uh, walks over to Pax and like hands it to her thanks I'll get it now Good. I don't have we don't have to have the conversation again. <laughs> and he, he brings you in for like a hug. Yeah, definitely. Uh and then he sets back, puts his hands on your shoulder and go I saw Eugene uh eye in that ice cream. You better get out there. Okay. Apparently I have to eat ice cream. And I go and I'll go get an ice cream. And, uh, he looks to you, Kinsey. He goes, I think I must stick around just a little bit longer. We'd appreciate the help, but, uh, Yen? Don't you break her heart. <laughs> <laughs> he likes it with that for a second and then goes honestly Kenzie if I step out of line I don't think you get the chance to kill me <laughs> ah, you get it <laughs> <laughs> he's like awkwardly like accepting and he's like alright this is, this is my life now <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, Roland, you, you, uh, step out. Uh, also, everyone can have a grit. Excellent role-playing. Uh, <laughs> yes! Uh, <laughs> Twelve grit. I'm back, baby. Now Addy's set up to do a flashback inside a flashback inside a flashback. <laughs> the way is revealed, it was never meant to be me. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so, uh, Roland, you, were you going straight to talk to Harry, or? Yeah. Okay. I'm gonna go fucking talk to Hazel. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so you walk up, uh, Harry is, is kind of sitting there, and, and, uh. I grab a fried ice cream, because I did get one for her. Thanks. This, uh, this from Velma's place? It is. Hmm. Last time I had this, I was, I was, like, maybe, like, seven or so. She saw me, and she had some leftovers, so she whipped me up one. It was, honestly, i kind of surprised I remember that. That's weird. She, like, takes a bite of it and, like, kind of, like, sits with the taste of it for a second, tasting the memory. 
Uh, and then she kind of like comes back to the situation and she goes, so I'm sorry. Okay. Sure. I'm more interested in what you have learned. What do you mean? Like, you, you are a smart girl. You understand the arrangement we have here. Pax likes you a lot and wants a better life for you than what she had and what you have. And so she's tried to teach you skills and I've tried to teach you some skills and I assume Kinsey has maybe tried to teach you some things, perhaps through osmosis or just good cooking. Um, so, you know, I've done all sorts of things because it's what I had to do to survive. What did you learn? Uh, she like sits with it for a little bit longer than you would initially expect as she kind of like pieces it together in her head and then she goes she's scared of you all, all three of you I I guess I didn't actually really think about it before I mean she you know she kind of looms big she's been you know, bossing me around for some time, but yeah, she's never like, uh, you're not the first drifters that come into town, right? There's been others. I mean, they don't stay quite as long as you do. And the few that have, she's gotten in line, but you guys almost from the get go, I mean, as soon as Leo saw me at that bar, or saw me at the bar, you know, he, they cornered me and took me to talk to her, and she made it clear that I had to talk to you guys, and I didn't think much about it, you know, when she says jump, you know, you, you do it, you don't, you don't second guess or whatever, but I had never seen her take that much of an interest especially in the lower levels. I mean, she had Leo keeping an eye on you, talking to me, and, you know, you can't really get anything by Leo. So, yeah, she's... She thinks you guys are a threat. And that's... different. That's new. That's not something I've seen before. See, now you're starting to get it, Harry. That's the point of the lock. Sometimes you have to do whatever it is you have to do to not be dead. And if that's spying on people who are doing a nice thing for you, that's spying on people who are doing a nice thing for you. But if a powerful person makes a show of force to get you to do something, 
it means they can't ask nicely and make you do it. And if they can't ask nicely, it means they're scared. And if they're scared, it means they will make mistakes. And if they will make mistakes, it means they can be leveraged. And if they can be leveraged, they're already beaten. They just don't know it yet. <laughs> All this time I thought you were just, you know, some asshole who was only thinking like 15 minutes ahead and not not playing a long game, you know, just kind of coming up with whatever lie was convenient, but wow. Do you want to know the secret, Harry? It's both. You have to do both. Sometimes you need to know where you're going to be a week from now. And sometimes you need to know where you're going to be a month from now. And sometimes you just need to know where you're going to be next. And knowing which time is which is why I'm not dead. Well, I want to be here. And whatever it is you guys are doing, whatever that room is under the the barrel that Kinsey filled up with guns, whatever it is you got going on, I'm there for it. Great. Welcome to the revolution, Harry. She, like, smiles at that, almost thinking for a second that it's a joke, and then, like, covering up really quickly that she realizes that's what she just signed on for. <laughs> She's like, eh? <laughs> and, um... How did, uh... How did things go with Severina? I only met her the one time. She flashed a gun at me and I backed her down with words. <laughs> what? You could teach Salem a thing or two. He's, she's been walking over him since they were my age. History is a way of making things like that hard. It's one of the benefits of more or less only meeting people once, usually. <laughs> sure. Well, um, you guys, you let me know what it is you want me to do. Uh, if it's, you know, keep talking to Morales. Um, you know, I can, I can also, if, if uh, you need someone to talk to Salem for you. How, how's that going? I know it's only been a day. Uh, I've made a little headway. Um, I'm not really ready to share the details with you just yet. Okay. But you're going to share them with Salem, right? When I have a more complete picture. Right now, I have mites and maybes. Okay. And I don't think that does him any good. Sure, sure. I just know, I mean, I only... I met Ephraim before. He's... He was... They, what they had 
it was like something out of a book. Something out of a story. Something that Severina never seemed to, to understand. Anyways, I just... Don't, don't forget about him. And what you promised. Okay? Don't you worry. I don't forget about anyone I've made a promise to. Okay. Uh, stick around for now. I don't know what Pax told you, but she wouldn't let you leave if you tried. That's fair. Reminds me of the first time I met her. <laughs> uh, Pax and Kinsey, what are you up to? Uh, eating ice cream by the, I guess, probably by the front door, because that's where Roland put it. Mm-hmm. It's good. It's very good ice cream. Yeah. Velma you know, makes good fried ice cream. Yeah. And Kinsey's going to finish off that button. Sure. And well, he's going to put on some Bobby Klein. <laughs> Yeah, uh, Roland, you see, uh, uh, you see as Kinsey, um, uh, like, puts the, the, you saw he was working on the jukebox before, um, and he, like, finishes it, steps back and regards his work, and you walk over to grab your second ice cream, or at least grab the tray. No, because Hazel took one, and I have selflessly forfeit my second ice cream to be shared with the team. <laughs> uh, and uh, you see that Kinsey has uh, put a uh, button on the jukebox that says B Klein. Kinsey? Yeah. You're a smart guy. <laughs> As you told me. <laughs> you remember the conversation we had when I built a jukebox, right? Uh, when something along the lines of, under no circumstances are we putting any Bobby Klein in here. Uh -huh. But, listen, give it a shot. Kinsey? You are extremely lucky that today is the day on which you have decided to do this. <laughs> <laughs> because this, today, cannot ruin today. If you had decided to do this yesterday, I would have destroyed this jukebox. <laughs> If you had done this tomorrow, I would have destroyed it and put a sign that said you did it. <laughs> <laughs> but today, today, I will give it a shot. <laughs> I press the button with Bobby Klein on it. So he presses the button. Mm -hmm. And a familiar tune starts playing. 
And uh, and Kinsey, you know, you know, you didn't want him to press that button because <laughs> it comes on Badlands Road. No, 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 no not me that. home it's to the place. Harry, Harry, hit the kill switch. On the kill switch. Harry, 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 uh, uh, Harry dives over and like slams her hand on the jukebox, like hitting it like the Fonz. <laughs> and and uh, she steps in front of it, in front of you, Roland. And she goes, "Give him a chance, Roland." <laughs> and then a banjo starts playing. It's like, uh, Gritter went down to Waypoint. He was looking for some spurs to steal. He was in a bind because he was way behind. He was looking to make a deal. When he came across the young man picking a banjo, playing it hot, and like she's like, huh, huh, Pax, Pax, Kinsey, 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 look at me. Don't look at her. Look at me. Mm-hmm. How long have you had this cartridge? <laughs> <laughs> I snuck it in there uh, a couple of months ago. No, 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 no. That's not the question I've asked. Was this an option? When you played the same one. Oh, this other one. Oh. Over and over. For days. (laughs) Mercifully, this is one that you got from your mom. (laughs) Oh, no, this is one of the ones he gave you when you left Soldina. Right, yes. Uh, Fire on the mountain, run, boys, run. Grifters in the house of the rising gun. (laughs) I I was trying to to work my way through, through his oeuvre. Harry, based on actions you have taken in the past, for recompense, you're going to get out of the way now. (laughs) She steps out of the way. (laughs) Uh, And I open up the case, and I take the Bobby Klein cartridge that is the one that we listen to over and over and over and over, and I hold it up, and I 3D print a blowtorch. <laughs> and I melt it. Uh, Harry, Harry walks over and like takes Kinsey's hand. Kinsey? This one is fine. It can stay. <laughs> That's fair enough. And I, and I allow myself to be led away by, by Harry. <laughs> I set the top back down. I screw the case back on and make it nice and clean and pretty. <laughs> uh, and um, as it gets a little bit later in the evening, um, uh, there's a point where uh, someone walks in the bar makes like uh, kind of catches wherever you are Roland and walks over uh like leans on the bar uh and um Harry goes uh what can I get you and uh this this man just looks at you Roland and goes nothing and Harry uh, looks a little confused uh go um Go refill a barrel or whatever. Alright. <laughs> she like steps back, moves off to the side, 
And he goes, you should uh, check your LRCs when you get the chance. Just thought you'd like to know. Okay. And your name? He steps back, looks over, sees like Eli sleeping on the end of the bar. Taps the bar a couple times, looks up at like the ceiling, and goes, nice place, and walks out. <laughs> it's a pleasure to meet you, James. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hi, Dan. Yeah, I, I like, whoever, whichever of Kinsey and Pax is nearby, uh, I make eye contact. Uh, just going to go run and check the LLC. Uh, I'll be back. Uh, could you check mine as well? I, I messaged the uh, the nomad pack. Oh, that's a good call. I did tell them you were kidnapped. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They, they may still be coming by to see the bar. Uh, that'll be nice. Yeah, it would do. Will that be? Uh, it'll be useful. <laughs> um, I'll you know I'll come with you. I was gonna go for a jog anyway. Sure. I can't keep up if you're gonna jog. I'm not. I, I'll wait. Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, so the two of you were able to walk to the LRC. Uh, Weirdly, apparently, I jog with my knife sticks. Stick knife. They're like uh, jogging weights, you know, like weight for body workout. Yeah. At least this time, I've chosen that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't know if there's any conversation to be had on your way to the LRC, but you get to the LRC, no problem. No? Okay. I just want to make sure. I didn't know if Pax was like going to be like, listen here, Roland. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so you make it to the LRC. Um, you're able to pull up. Oh, sorry. There is. There is. I yeah. forgot there is. So uh, you and Leonard, huh? <laughs> yeah. Huh? And good. <laughs> he is your pillow. It's a great pillow. I can't blame him. Yeah, he said so, but you know, he didn't really. Like the hammock. It's fine. It's fair. Oh, very nice. Very good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, be nice to him. Okay. I'm no nice to everyone. No grifts. I am trapped in a knot of almost every family on Manifest, I don't need also a marshal who is the son of an ambassador tied in there as well because of me. Because of you is totally fine, but not because of me. <laughs> That's weirdly sweet. But also, like, let's just... Just don't make it weird. I won't. Not. It's not weird. It's not weird. Yeah. That's what I said. 
I, I know. I'm acknowledging it and saying back to you. He's going to stay for a little while. Don't, don't be weird about it. Why, I'm not going to be. Why would I? Why do you think I would be weird about it? I, you know, I don't know. You could be. You don't really like him. Well, I mean, I, I wouldn't say we're friends, but I don't have any particular dislike of him. Most of our relationship between me and him has been him trying to arrest me again. So there's not a lot of positive memories aside from the time he let me go. <laughs> okay. Was he the one who caught you? Well, the second time. <laughs> I mean, we sort of caught him. Yeah. Then he was very insistent that we be arrested. Um, <laughs> which I promise not to hold against him. Okay. Just so we're on the same page. It's Absolutely. not weird. It's not it weird. Isn't. Okay. Uh, so you slot in Kinsey's LRC. Uh, you get a message uh, from Tusk. Uh, that is, you tell that spindly legged Roland, <laughs> Roman, that, that, if, <laughs> that if he's gonna if he's gonna send me a message saying Mark Mackenzie's in danger, he better get his facts straight. Cause I was about to burn the Badlands down on the way over. He could have he could have gotten people killed. You let him know that. I'm glad you're safe. Can't wait to see your bar. <laughs> <laughs> Red Wheel says hi. Aww, what they make the thought. same spelling mistakes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what she thought I wanted from her. I did want people to get killed. Namely, the people who had kidnapped Kinsey. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> slot that out. Slot in your tag. Uh, and you have a message from Severina Acosta. And it reads, As I spend my day learning more about your exploits in the lower levels, I am pleased by what I found. Champion of the people indeed. Meanwhile, the good captain's disdain for you is formidable. And the events of today have honed her intentions to a dangerous edge. And then there's a part in quotes that says, one should not build castles in the sand and expect them to last. And that quote ends, and it says, Time is of the essence. Viva la revolution. A woman does have a way with words. <laughs> What's going to make the castles go away in the sand? <laughs> the water. What water? <laughs> 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 Have you never been to the beach? Okay, okay. You have to go to literally any beach. Tell Kinsey to take you to a beach. Kinsey has to have been to a beach. He's been everywhere that's outside. Yeah, Warner Lake has some nice beaches. It's a bit cold. It's like it's like the beach in Chicago. <laughs> like, Sometimes nice, usually not. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, so the way legs work is, and I explain <laughs> <this time. laughs> 
Yeah. Oh. Wait, but sorry. Does that mean? Does that mean she wants it to start? Like she's telling us that time is short. But we're not ready. Oh, we're not ready, but we're not far from ready, which is an important distinction. We haven't made any shields. You mean literally, right? What do you mean, metaphorically? <laughs> no, no, like physical shields people can hold up. We haven't, we haven't broken into the electrical system for the for the doors so we can shut them so that people can be safe. We haven't put in any protections. We haven't gotten the supplies for barricades. We haven't, and also like what like we ha- we ha- we don't even have a count on how many people she has we can't just like go in an all out thing w- w- party we can't have a big party like just directly at them <laughs> um you fucking weirdo tommy <laughs> Look, there's a lot of accents in this thing, and I gotta sometimes get prepared. I gotta sometimes bring it down. I thought you were doing a thing. I thought you were, I thought you were too. Oh my god. There's a guy who's been in the corner the whole time. Like, oh my god. Like, no, keep going, keep going. I forgot to um, mute myself in both Discord and the and the stream. <laughs> okay, so everyone saw how weird you were. Yeah. No, 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 no. The, the, the stream is... Just go. Okay. <laughs> um, uh... Uh, we can't just take it head on. We're not ready. We can't just. We She's ha- not we saying ha- tomorrow. Never... But like now is the time to do those things. Is what she is saying. We have to come up with a attack attack plan. We have to. Okay. Okay. Packs. Yeah. I'm not going to tell you that it's going to be okay. But we are capable and prepared and knew what we were getting into. And Morales has no fucking clue, except that we are dangerous. Okay. This can be done. And that's what matters. Okay. Okay. Uh, like we should get on the sort of electrical grid. Yeah, no, we should. That's like, we've got idea. a lot of stuff to do. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> probably. Uh, Kinsey, what are you up to? I'm just waiting for them to come back. Maybe I'll. Uh, uh, I, I do have some guns to finish up, and I'm debating whether or not I should flash back to do that. Or if we're going to be working on that for the revolution. Uh, well, but what are you doing in this moment where they're uh, uh, where they're away che- uh, checking the LRC? Just hanging out at the bar. Just hanging out at the bar. Cool. Uh, so uh, the door to the bar does open. And in walks uh, uh, nice heeled shoes. 
clattering on the on the floor. Uh, silvery white suit, uh, qu- well quaffed hair, beautiful little mustache, uh, and goatee. In walks Gray Foster, <laughs> and he goes, "Kinsey, my good man, I'm glad to see that you are all right." Uh, yes, thank you for coming to check in on me, Miss Foster. Yes, uh, quite an adventure, as you can see, and I indicate my missing finger. Oh, oh, do, do, tell me everything. <clears throat> so, here I was, just wandering the streets, you know, like the fool that I am. And out of nowhere comes one of my old enemies. Have I told you about the Dead Bang Gang yet? <laughs> I do believe you referred to some of your exploits, though you did not say them by name. However, I am a man who does my research, and I am familiar with them. <laughs> of course you are. Why am I not surprised? <laughs> uh, well, it was uh, Miss Sierra Phillips, uh, who, as I believe uh, my compatriot told you, was the only one to escape from uh, from our confrontation. Indeed. Uh, I tried to take care of her. I took one final shot and right over her head. So, <laughs> I'm going to tell him the, the whole story of the kidnapping and, uh, uh, of course, uh, how I was able to mentally communicate with my jackalope in order to get my compatriots into a, a, an area where they could attack. And, well, now I know you are spinning a yarn. <laughs> there is no Do way I... you could uh, communicate with your jackalope from that far away. Though, you saying... I do love the way you tell it. Are you saying you want me to bring Umbra right here, right now? Without communicating? You can watch me. I won't talk to anyone. <laughs> he, like, sizes you up. Looks <laughs> around. Eli's kind of, like, half-listening. Uh, Marshall Yen has uh, turned in for the night, or at least is in the back room. There's not many people here. And he goes, Well then, do show me your mysterious ways, Mr. Charlotte. I will uh, activate the the talent. Uh, man, is it man's best friend? or? Yeah, you, you use your your mental connection. With, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That, uh, what's 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 Umbra up to? Uh, just in the stables. Uh, probably had uh, so you yeah you reach out and you feel like Umbra like Umbra connect with you, uh, in the stables, uh, kind of like having laid down with like a ear over his face, uh, his ears pop up, and he like turns and like connects with you. Uh, it seems like he's had a pretty good day. <laughs> he's, he's got a full belly. He's feeling pretty good. He's feeling well exercised. Uh, but he is at attention, uh, uh, like, with this new connection you've put, uh, like, you've forged. Sure. Uh, I guess kind of out loud, mostly for the benefit of Foster. Say hello, old friend. Uh, would you like to come see your bar? <laughs> uh, Foster is, like, chuckling. Uh, and Umbra kind of, like, gets up from, like, his sleeping position, and you get the sense, like, Umbra always would like to be with you. Yeah! (laughs) Is anything bad going to happen to Umbra if he wanders the streets of, uh, Tobias Station alone? (laughs) Maybe! (laughs) (laughs) 
He's pretty invincible. I'm, I'm going I'm, I'm to go ahead and send him the invitation. You're going to have him break out of... You're going to like, go ahead and break out of the stables just as once. <laughs> <laughs> so I can impress my friend Gray. Uh, yeah, that happens. Umbra can break out of the stables. Umbra's very capable and has many dice to roll at the situation. And they have, um, a, like... They, it's, you know, they mostly house, like, horses and work in and, and vehicles, a lot of vehicles. Not that actually that many animals and very few jackalopes. In fact, Umbra is the only jackalope that they have. And the mm-hmm. interior has, like, the, uh, this area where they run them around that has, like, these elevated uh, ceilings that have open-air windows for, like, fresh air to get in. Uh, and so Umbra, like, bursts out, and, like, the sable hands freak out. They're like, get him, get him! And they, they go chasing after him. They shoot a neck shot at him to try and capture him, but he manages to avoid it and, like, leaps into the into the track that they use to, like, give the, the animals exercise and, like, jumps up through that window, clearing it. And, they're and, like, as they're going, as he's leaping through, you hear someone go, the other way, get outside! <laughs> And uh, uh, Umbra can, before they can even exit the stables, Umbra has made it into the station, disturbing quite a few people, even this at this late hour, because the station doesn't doesn't really, especially the trading bazaar, never really stops. So this jackalope goes running through, down into the lower levels. Uh, Roland and Pax, uh, you're walking back towards the station, <laughs> uh, getting into getting, getting into into like just starting to get into the station coming into like the one of the big entrances and you hear this massive commotion you see a tent overturn and people shouting and like like the crowd parts and then leaping over the crowd and leaping over the two of you is umbra unmistakable with his unique coloration flies over you lands in a stairwell and then like bowls over two people as he runs down the stairs towards umbras uh i'm gonna it's a are you Probably a different jackalope, right? <laughs> um, I'm just gonna yeah, yeah, call yeah. unless okay. Um, and I like start running <laughs> after, like uh, after Umbra, because obviously something has gone terribly wrong, and Kinsey <laughs> has called Umbra to his aid. Yeah, so you sprint through heart like like pumping like blood pumping like you can barely even hear the shouts at this point as you're like there's a point where like there's people who are like recovering from the jackalope that just bowled through the hallway and like they're getting up and instead of like trying to push through them like you like parkour your way up onto the wall and like run along the wall and drop down without like missing a beat as you're sprinting like full like you have your 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 blades out and everything like you're ready thinking like you're you know you're like okay okay if there's like three of them i can kick up this table i can use it for cover like you're already starting to like formulate battle plans like everything is like this cold and hot sensation at the same time as you're like ready for action and you skid uh uh to a stop like with like almost a practiced like hitting of the door the button to open the door as you spin around the edge of it and like you get ready to like get like the lay of the land for this like inevitable catastrophe that you're about to run into and you see gray foster sitting on the bar like ear to ear smiling like feeding umbra some like pretzels <laughs> and he's like i do not know how you did this my good man but it is quite the spectacle you should join the the, the uh, carnival this is this is I mean, whatever you did to train this beast. What is it? A whistle under the under the bar? What is your secret? You watched me the entire time. You know, I wasn't blowing a whistle. Pax, 
You will not believe what Ken just did. <laughs> I I can't believe what Ken just did. <laughs> <laughs> Ken did... <laughs> Uh, he, uh, Mr. Foster didn't believe that I could call Umbra to me without even uh, so much as a, a whistle or a, or a word to him. Yeah, that's so weird, because the last time you did that, you were in mortal peril and was about to die. So why uh, it's crazy that you could do it a second time when none of those things are happening. What can I say? I've got a connection to nature. Yeah! <laughs> Um, Roland, you walk in. (laughs) I would actually like to just follow in, like, the trail of destruction and just be, like, helping people up and, like, glad-handing with them. So sorry, so sorry. Here, take a a coupon, take a voucher, a free drink. (laughs) Come by Umbras, come by Umbras. Yeah, and so then uh, Roland Roland walks in. um, And Roland, actually, one thing you've noticed in this particular moment is that a handful of the people you talked to on the way down here uh, are following you because they think there's an attraction at Umbra's. Okay, 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 okay. There's like like a little bit of like, a little bit of like, it looks just like the sign. (laughs) (laughs) All right, well, then I'm going to come in real big. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to Umbra's, folks. The only bar in the lower levels with a real live jackalope. <laughs> <laughs> like, I will, like, look at Pax and I will just, under my breath, feel like, I had to pivot. It was such a bad look. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, like, like six people walk in and they're like, oh my god. <laughs> they're like, I can't believe, how did that thing nearly kill me on the way in? Can I pet it? <laughs> of course, of course. Come on, come on here. Uh, give, give him some metaflower seeds. That's favorite. And like everyone starts feeding Umbra, and like Gray Foster is like chuckling. And then like there's this moment as he's like ear ear smiling and like laughing with like the crowd and enjoying the scene that has kind of unfolded. He spots Roland, Pax, and Kinsey all together, and he jumps down off the bar, pushes his hair back. Uh, everyone's distracted by Umbra, and he goes, I believe we have business to attend to. Shall we step in the back? Right this way, Mr. Fawcett. I'll give Umbra a little pet on the news, and I'll follow them. And uh, uh, <laughs> Harry like, watches this happen, and then turns back, and is like, All right, hey, no, 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 hey, hey, all right. First, first handful is free, all right? But if you're going to want another sack to feed them with, you're going to have to pay a spur. <laughs> and someone's like, can I ride him? How much money you got? <laughs> <laughs> you're like, mouth like noter, and she's like, what if it's like 10 spurs? <laughs> and they're like, I got six spurs. Not enough. <laughs> Uh, and that's where we'll end tonight's section <laughs> as the three of you walk into the back room with Gray Foster. <laughs> mm-hmm.